This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. what it's really like in the beauty industry. Hi, everybody. My name is Rebecca Rogers. I am your host. I'm so happy that you joined us today, and I'm even happier to introduce one of my wonderful friends, Johnny Ross. Johnny, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell everyone your journey. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, A, hello. I love you. I love um, you. This is amazing. Congratulations. Thank I you. My journey, like kind of the story of yes. how I came yes. to- So you you do yeah. a lot of makeup-related, like makeup industry, beauty yeah. industry, that those kinds of social media. For yeah. those that I don't know. I can't imagine anyone wouldn't. You're like the only person that I watch anymore. It's fine. Um, but like for yeah. those who don't, Johnny is an icon <laughs> in the beauty industry and everyone wants to know how you got there. Yeah. So you know what? Okay. So it kind of all started. I worked at Sephora. That was the thing. I learned how to really do makeup there. It was peak Kardashian era. So it was full everything. And then I uh, went back to college for marketing. I was going to do corporate cosmetics. And then I worked for Burberry Beauty and Laura Mercier as a makeup artist while I was in college. The pandemic happened and uh, a nine to five job was not on the table. So I uh, was also doing bridal makeup and lost all that work. So I became a babysitter for my nieces for a year. And then I kind of got the idea like into uh, 2021, the beginning, I just, even myself, I've started to realize all of the content even getting pushed to me was all comedy based because everyone was depressed during COVID. And the beauty industry is very saturated. It's a very, I mean, it's a behemoth at this point. So I just kind of got the idea. And I think it's harder for a guy in makeup just to make straight up beauty content and kind of get the same exposure. So I've been an actor for years, comedian, like, and I started writing these, what it's like to work at Sephora or all these comedy skits. And it was kind of a Trojan horse to make content I knew had more viral potential, but in half the video, I was playing a Sephora character that I was in full makeup. So people were like, systematically, that would be once a week. And then the other six days, people would be like, oh my God, how'd you do the makeup? So I started breaking down and posting the makeup shorts in between. 
And then it kind of grew together as makeup and beauty. So I love it. And like, since I met you, cause we met, it's so weird. Cause I've been filming with you, Nathan and Kara today. Yeah. And I met all of you about a year ago last year. Isn't this crazy? Like, I know. And Almost it's like, a year. And we, we even said this last year, the first day that we met, it feels like our souls have just known each other. Yes. Forever. Yes. And it's so weird to me to think like, I want to say, oh, my lifelong friend. And I'm like, I've really only known this person for a year. I know. But like, I love you. I know. And for those that don't know, so this is how me and Johnny met. <laughs> I got invited to YouTube's Beauty Fest and I was floored because like I just in the last year or two learned how to put on fake eyelashes. Like I still don't know how to do a winged eyeliner. I'm planning on making Johnny teach me this week. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I don't know yeah. anything about makeup. I'm so bad at it. And so I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. I don't know. Because at the time, like they ended up opening the event yeah. to like anyone in the YouTube shorts program yeah. that wanted to go. But at the time, I didn't know they were going to do that. Yeah. And I was like, I made a video online that was like, hey, does any makeup person want a friend? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing and I don't want to go alone. And yes. I'm just going to be that awkward girl in the corner. Yeah. Because, like, the beauty industry, as someone that's not in it, looks so intimidating. It is. And it looks so <laughs> scary. It is. And I'm like, everyone's yeah. going to hate me. Yeah. And Johnny commented, mm -hmm. which is so funny because I don't consume a lot of content. Yeah. But I had already started seeing some oh, of okay. yours. And I yeah. was like, Because you would post it on TikTok. Yes. Which I had already blown up on. Yes. And I, I really only blew up on YouTube, like, two months before beauty fest so that makes yeah. sense that it wasn't yes. you know but uh yes. everyone was people were tagging me in your tiktok yes. and i was like okay I like, was, yeah it was like i'll be your friend and yeah. i was like i would love that because yes. i already started seeing your skits and i was like this is the kind of person that yeah. i would love and yeah. i would love to be friends with and i remember being like oh, Avery, I made a friend. yeah because something that so many people don't get is that content creation when you're not in la like we're yes. both east coasters yes it's so isolating. It is. You don't have other people no. around. And I'm very fortunate that I had a girl that worked at my school. Her name is Brenda. Yeah. We were both content creators at the same school, and that was awesome. But when we quit, and, you know, she has three kids. Yeah. She's got much more important things to worry about than me. Yes. <laughs> and so just finding someone else on this, on my side of the country, I was yeah. like, this is the best day I ever. Know. Well, we're yin and yang because yes. I said, I'm introverted, you're extroverted. Yes. And I yes. cracked up when you first came. So we met at uh, my hotel room yes. right before Beauty Fest. Yes. Rebecca came in upset, just literally, she was like, hi. Like, and we, we were, it was a blind date. Like yes. we never, yes. you know, and she was like, hi, oh my God, this is so, so tell me everything. So what's the difference between beauty and teach? And, but, and that is very unlike me to like, just be like, yeah, come to my hotel. But I don't know what it was. The minute we were texting, whatever. And then the minute you got in the hotel room, it was like, yeah, we knew each other yeah. forever. Our yeah. souls just, totally. our souls definitely met in another yes. life. 100% yes. we were best friends. Completely. And absolutely. Yeah. And it's so interesting because also when it comes to people online, you never know when people are going to be Completely. like they are online. Mm -hmm. And, yes. you know, sometimes it takes getting burned a couple times yes. until you meet the people that you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. These are my people. Yes. And I've been so excited for you to come down, even just to record this yeah. and meet some of the people that yeah. I'm like, no, these are real people. Yeah, I, yeah. 
it's amazing. But I want to know yeah. more about like the beauty industry. Like yeah. you agree, it's intimidating. Yes. And scary. Yes. Why? So, oh God, where do I begin? So <laughs> I, I really, I don't know. It's and, and maybe it's just my perspective because I was kind of that's all the content I consumed. But I mean, for the past decade, like beauty YouTube just became its own network practically yeah. like and it was so big and it changed the beauty industry to the point where the beauty boom on YouTube and social media has literally changed the way cosmetics companies are making makeup what they're making how they do it their entire the entire capitalist business model of beauty has changed because of YouTube beauty. That's how powerful it was. And it was interesting. And I don't know what it was, like what, what Venn diagram overlapped that beauty in particular had this back in the day, a very, uh, reality showish feel to it. And then there was a lot of drama and a lot of right. toxicity and, and it kind of died out and it died as quick as it rose. And now it's slowly built back up over the past couple of years. But I think because of that drama a couple of years ago, there is a big, a lot of creators have um, in the beauty industry have trepidation to really like reach out to one another and become friends or collaborate. Like you always used to see on YouTube beauty collabs with people like joining each other on the same channel. That rarely happens anymore because I think people are so nervous about if I hitch my cart to this person's wagon and this person ends up being problematic or doing whatever the case is, it's going to take me down with it because that's what happened. And it's a shame because... And maybe for me, it's a symptom of being older. Like I just turned 31 years old and I, I just like, I can't fathom that level of just right. kind of maybe immaturity or toxicity. But a, a lot of people in this industry are very young and you're right. It's very isolating because it's not a lot of opportunities to get together. And then on top of it, at the end of the day, it's a industry in the vain vanity industry. So there's a lot of people that are very um, intimidating, we'll say yeah. that, that it's not the most welcoming sometimes when you go to events or whatever the case is. So it's a weird, it's a weird, for someone like me who, who wears a towel on their head and plays stupid characters <laughs> in makeup, I walk into these beauty events and I'm like, guys, let's just like, that's why I made the comedy videos. I was like, let's just chill. Like it's, we're yeah. selling mascara, yeah. not saving lives. Like, yeah. let's like, and people act like they, and I'm just like, guys, let's have fun again. And I'm hoping it kind of gets back to that. So I want to put that on a t-shirt. We're uh, selling mascara, yeah, not saving like, lives. Yeah, yeah. It's one of, in my opinion, it's one of the biggest industries in content creation that the people take themselves too seriously. Okay. okay. They, they have that. And maybe because it's that vain thing, like it has the element of vanity to it with the hair, the makeup, the whole, the fashion that right. when they go to these events, you'd think they, they were Jennifer Lopez. And I'm like, girl, like we're all just like people, we're making content for people. We're not like, what's your motivation in a way? And I think a lot of people in the beauty industry have a very di different motivation than people yes. in other industries yes. sometimes. I, rem I vividly remember us going to YouTube Beauty Fest and everyone looked so amazing, yeah. so phenomenal. And I was like, wow, like I, part of me was like, wow, I, I wish I knew how to do makeup like <laughs> any of these people. Yeah. But then also like, we were literally in a dark room. I know. The entire time. I know. The entire time. No one was really making content. I know. No one was really on camera. Everyone was just in a dark room. And I was like, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. But that's like, the thing. Everyone's mentality is always like, well, I need to look amazing because if I come across someone or I meet somebody, I need to have that. And it's 
that just kind of stinks because it's, yes. you know, you're, you're always on in that way. And I yes. think that that unlike other industries, unlike teaching or unlike even gaming or whatever the case is, you're starting that interaction with a person with a mask on yeah. no matter what. So you're, you're try, unlike other things where yeah. you can kind of be yourself a little bit more. There's that connection like you and I in my hotel room. Unlike when you go to these things, it's all these people looking like they're getting ready for the Grammys. And right when you meet, there's that element already to start things out of that security blanket or that mask or that lack of, you know, barrier between the two of you. So wow. it's harder to really connect immediately because it's just all about that exterior facade. It's so lonely. Yeah. Like so so I know that this is a big problem in the in the beauty yeah. industry in general. Have you experienced any kind of like harassment, bullying? Like is there yeah. a time where you yourself felt yeah. singled out? Um not necessarily well by the people, maybe by Just my in audiences general. In, in general. So I would say as far as the beauty industry itself goes, I mean, it is so evident how different the opportunities are for guys versus girls. There's always, I mean, you can just any, any, go to any uh, beauty brands Instagram page and there's one guy posted for every 60 girls. So you're, if you do get invited to something, nine to event or whatever, nine times out of 10, I'm the only one there. And uh, it's, so there's that. But then as far as my audience is concerned, I am very lucky in the sense that I, and maybe it was because of my teaching background. And when I approached makeup on social media, it was always from an education standpoint rather than I love doing makeup on myself. Look how beautiful I am kind of a thing where you're almost just watching because you're like enamored by them. Right, the Kardashian right. thing. Yeah. There's, it was more of let me teach you. Cause I love that aspect. So I kind of joke around that my biggest demographic, I love, like I have like a legion of moms. I always say like, <laughs> like, but really my biggest demographic is probably like 30 to like 55, 60. And I think I have, I always used to call myself even when I was younger, like the mom whisperer. I was always like best friends with my friend's moms, even in elementary school. And I just, I don't know, I get that. I get along with that demographic. And, and I think I speak to them in a way that is not intimidating. And I really do want to help them and always address their needs that I'm very, in a way, protected. I really don't need to deal with a lot of hate the way other boys or guys in beauty or any LGBT person in beauty has to deal with. And I mean, I get the occasional you know, yeah. homophobic thing. But the longer you do it, it's water off a duck's back. But for yeah. the most part, I really don't because I think it. a lot of it has to do, and nobody should be getting hate, but it has a lot to do with intention maybe. I don't know. And like I said, maybe me approaching things from a, a educational standpoint, I think gets me a little bit more grace from people. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Which is Amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so yeah. great. Like, yeah. I, like, like, where's wood? I kind of, yeah, I know, I know. Um, and it's like, as someone that's not in the beauty industry, yeah. it can be so hard to watch beauty influencers and either like understand what they're saying or know what they're saying yes. or be able to apply like what they're doing on their face to mine. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, you really are one of the only people that I'll watch <laughs> because I know, yeah. like, I know you. And yeah. I'm like, Johnny would never lie. Yeah. Absolutely not. Like, when you tell me something is worth buying or not worth buying, like, I take that to heart. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, yeah, babe. Yeah. I got to go spend money yeah. on this because Johnny told me it was yeah. worth it. Yeah. And so, like, obviously, we don't want to put people down. Like, we don't. Of course. But, like. So would you, do you have like a list of people or yeah. anyone in general that you're like, 
yeah, they're someone that I would listen to. Like, we obviously oh, don't want to totally. say, oh, don't listen to oh, them. Oh, no, totally. that's not, yeah. We, yeah. We, we just lifted each other yes. up here, you know? But do you have other yeah. beauty influencers that you're like, no, 100%, like, they are so genuine, they are so real. Like, yes. I 100% take all of their reviews to heart. Yes, oh my gosh. Well, on YouTube, uh, Allie Glines, I okay. love, who I'm actually collaborating with this oh, week. So, fun. and I've watched her for years, learned so much from her. Uh, Allie Glines, I love. And then I would say TikTok and uh, Instagram, kind of. Her name is Rose and Ben uh, on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, her name, Rose Saeed. Uh, and they probably jump out at me the most because, again, they're education-focused. Okay. And I'm obsessed with the two of them. I'm trying to—I love Trixie Mattel on YouTube, too, and it sounds silly. I saw that photo! Yes, just met her and Katya. I almost blacked out. I did black out, but (laughs) um, I—yeah. But uh, you know what it is? And I think it's that element of—also, Trixie being on YouTube, and she's getting ready to go do something bigger in a way, like go DJ, go whatever. So she's reviewing a makeup product. She's going to say if it works or not. There's no, and I think the biggest thing with the beauty industry, like you're saying, it's hard to discern. I always tell people there's a big difference between YouTube and then Instagram and TikTok because YouTube, you get paid per views. So you don't, you're not beholden to brand deals. You're not beholden to kissing the ASSs of these beauty brands. And unlike TikTok and Instagram, it's really all about networking to get that brand's attention and get the the sponsorship. And I just the other week kind of had a breakdown to my husband where I, I was saying, I was like, I'm losing I'm struggling with the the why of making beauty content because I'm opening these PR packages and I'm just like another blush, another blush, another blush. It's turned into fast fashion. And I think of those moms. I think of you. I think of the people that this is re- like, you don't need 10 blushes. And I'm like, and I thought I'm like next year, there's going to be a hundred more blushes yeah. and we're going to forget all these ones that you're watching the videos now that people are like, this is the best blush I've ever used. Like, no, it ain't. There's going to be another one. So I think it's about finding someone like those people who are speaking to the why they're using what they're using and why they love it and how to use it. And I even end stuff sometimes where I go, this is amazing. This is why I used it, but you don't need this one. You could also get this, this, and this that are $20 cheaper. That I, I, that education-based content is, is my focus. And then the comedy of just making people laugh and, you know. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at sax.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Like, it's also because, like, we... 
we always remember as content creators that there's people from all backgrounds yes. that watch our content. Yes. And not everybody can afford to go get a new blush yeah. every other week. Like yeah. I see I see these people make content that gets millions of views. That's like, oh, I let my and I, I hope this isn't like doesn't feel like I'm calling anyone no. out. I'm not gonna use specifics or anything. Yeah. It's just the ones that I've been I'm letting yeah. my niece pick which makeup I'm gonna use. Yeah. And it's like pick one of these 30 blushes or one of these 15 foundations. I know. It's like, do you use all that? Like, well, I don't... Totally. And you know what it is too? There's so many layers to that where that's the kind of content that let my niece pick my blush or let me light my makeup on fire in my driveway. Like that entertainment content has gotten so big because of TikTok and, and the, the short form content that it's kind of just decimated the educational content in a way. Right. And a lot of us are really trying to fight to get that back and connect with people. As funny as it was, that's why I started like my beauty yeah. podcast because I missed talking about makeup in depth yes. and there was almost no way to do it. And it, it's, so there's that. And then moreover, I think the uh, lack of not only the money aspect that people can't afford everything, but there's also the element that people... I think beauty content creators take for granted that their audience is as obsessed with it as they are, yes. where they start a video and they're talking about a product and then the way they apply it, the brush they're using, the step they're doing it in, they don't speak to any of it because they start to get kind, they lose sight of the fact that, which you, you can very easily because like you said, we're re recluses in our house exactly. doing this over and over again. And when, that lack of reception from the audience where someone's going, wait, 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 slow down a second they lose sight of that and they bullet train through these things where people almost just start to watch them for their personality. And that's yes. great, yes. but that can only be a slice of the pie. And that I think is the problem in the beauty industry is that personality aspect is taking up too much of the pie. And it's, it's starting to really hurt the integrity of the entire industry. Yeah. So like I said, a lot of us are, I think, I hope we're getting back to a place that it's just more education focused right. and, and right. speaking to the people that really want to learn. Right. Because there's so many people that are just afraid to ask those first questions. The beginner questions. Yes, exactly. Yes. And it, it's, there's so much about these crazy looks and I want to recreate this look and I want to make this look like completely original. Yes. And it's so intimidating because yeah. I'm like, I don't even really understand what eye shape I have. <laughs> like, I yes. like yeah. everyone's like, do I, do I have a hooded? I don't know. Like, yeah. what does that mean? What does that look like? And it's, it can be so confusing. Yeah. And so it's so important to just remember, like, I, I think that my background as a teacher, when I have that background of Ask, knowing yeah. what questions they're probably going to ask, what questions are they going to have, what's going yes. to be confusing. And I'm really fortunate that I have that background, yeah. but I think there's so, and even I am still mm -hmm. learning, you know, yeah. I, I said this a while ago in another video that I did that I went so long yeah. thinking that people who claim, oh, teachers are out to get me or teachers yes. are out to get like my teacher's targeting me. I went yeah. so long thinking like that doesn't happen. Like yeah. what grown adult is actually going to spend time yeah. doing that? That sounded ridiculous to me because yeah. I could not fathom mm -hmm. an adult behaving that way. I know. And I had to like really learn from my audience. Yeah. Like, no, that, that, that Rebecca, that does happen. And that was something that I had to grow into. And I think that when you're not used to having to listen for questions. Yes. It can be so easy to just fall into the, 
isolation yeah. and not responding. Like you kind of yeah. get into this groove when you're posting yeah. on five different platforms, you can't read every no. comment. Yes. And if you don't think about the reactions and think about the whatever, maybe you maybe you did a yeah. review that someone like 12 different people re- reacted to yeah. or made response videos and how many of the, those do you actually listen to and it can be very hard. Yes. To kind of have to reel yourself in yeah. and realize that, like, no, you're not just alone in your house. Yeah. You have millions and millions of people listening to you, yeah. asking questions, wanting to learn. Yeah. And, I mean, if if teachers lose yeah. themselves like that, 100%, exactly. yeah. other people who don't have that kind of experience of, like, knowing, yeah. oh, kids are here. What yes. questions do you have at the end? Like, that mm-hmm. must be so frustrating. It's very easy to lose perspective. Wild. And you know what's the crazy thing about the beauty industry is think about it this way. It's like, you know, any other industry, like I said, and I don't know why these are the only ones popping in my head, but teachers, content creators, and, and gamers, or even, let's say, home improvement, et cetera, these are maybe pe- interior designers. These are people that have been in that industry as much as they can or or are fully immersed in it to then be able to make that content. Yes. Imagine in the beauty industry, that's not the case. No, I would say more than, I mean, I don't have the figure, but let's for, for argument's sake, over 50% of them have never done makeup on another person, have never yeah. done used anything but what they buy, what gets sent to them. So imagine a teacher, imagine someone starting a teacher YouTube channel that's never taught, but because they like, teaching in their house they're because they like a subject they want to teach others about it exactly like, i'm a teacher yes so many people would find that so offensive so strange and exactly and that's very different from someone who's maybe an expert on something because right. you're an expert on it but right. imagine someone passing themselves off giving opinions about being in the classroom and how to teach kids when they never have but they think they do I because they do that. that's the beauty industry these people just like doing makeup so they do makeup online. There's no professional experience behind it. So wow. for the audience, it's very difficult to discern who the hell has done makeup on another person yeah. and who just likes doing it on themselves. Yeah. And that's where I think the miscommunication comes in. Wow. So yeah. So that's like a really big misconception with the beauty industry. Can yeah. you think of any other really big myths or misconceptions yeah. about beauty industry in general? Um, I think the biggest thing is that what I see is that there, the beauty industry is first, again, the reality show syndrome. There's a lot of scrutiny with it in a way where, you know, if you see someone in any other industry, maybe doing a branded campaign or a sponsored post, it's not as like, uh, it's not put under a microscope as bad, but the beauty industry, again, because of the bad rap of people for years, there's this big kind of narrative that everyone's like lying about doing, not disclosing their ads. And, and, and I watch these like videos sometimes where people are like, let's say it's a, a ad and their third hashtag is ad or sponsored, whatever the the person will be like, look at their sponsored hashtag or ad is buried. And I'm like, I don't consider the third hashtag buried, but that's the thing. There's this almost, there's this like, there's this hunger for people to almost catch the next beauty influencer, take the next one down because that's what we've gotten over the past decade. There's literally eras of drama in the beauty industry, Dramageddon, and this person got taken down and this person was canceled. So it's become, when I interviewed Michaela, she said to me, she's like, when when I got big enough, 
she goes, I, I, there was a day I realized it was inevitable. I knew it was coming. I knew I was going to get canceled. And she's because, been canceled like numerous times. Yes, which that's a topic for a different comment. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, you know. But right. the, that being said, it's like it's almost this weird thing where, you know, so I, I think the misconception is is that don't let the big the biggest people or the or the people that are maybe embroiled in these things do not let them ruin or taint all of these other creators that these makeup artists and these people that are educating you and these people that are really having beautiful intentions great intentions don't put them in the same basket right. you know and, and don't accuse them of what these other people may be doing maybe just Go watch those other creators that maybe bolster them. Because I think there's also, in a way, especially in the beauty industry, there's a lack of accountability from the audience of you're you're boosting these people up. Yeah. You're giving these people 20s of millions of, of subscribers. So what do you, you know, yes. start going to the other ones then that you find maybe have a little bit more integrity that you don't need to worry about worry about lying about an ad, et cetera, and bolster those people up. You know, it's the same as even capitalism. Our buying power controls the market. Your viewing power has the same influence. And I feel like something else that people don't generally understand about ads, because again, like why would they? It's kind of a, you either experience or you don't kind of thing is that most of the time, and I'm not going to say all because absolutes, like I don't know every single content creator's business, but most of the time, brands, these companies have very specific hashtags they want you to use. They have mm-hmm. very specific cash- captions. Yep. They want you to use this caption with these hashtags. Yeah. And just because the ad one is the third, that's not necessarily an attempt to bury. Sometimes yeah. it's just what the company wants you to yes, do. And completely. the company will say what they want and what they don't want in the video. And they'll tell you when they want you to take something out. They'll tell you yeah. they, you want they want you to put something in. Yeah. And they'll tell you exactly what they want to go in the comments. Yes. They'll tell you, like, they will construct exactly what they want. Yeah. So, again, Again, 95% of the time, mm-hmm. again, I don't know everybody's business. Yeah. Like, and I don't know everyone's job and the scrutiny that they're under. Yeah. But 95% of the time, how an ad is presented to people is exactly the way a company wants it. Not yes. necessarily the content creator having some kind of agenda or anything yeah. like that. And so a lot of times I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. some of the times when these content creators are getting crap for the way they present an ad mm-hmm. a lot of the times they're just doing what they were told to do totally and they're getting thrown under the bus yes. for you're trying to hide this or you're trying to do this or you're yeah. trying like i had yeah. an ad a, a sponsorship that i just completely threw away yeah. it was for something about it was something about voting but it was within the last year so yeah. it wasn't like within like a presidential election it was yeah. just voting in general yeah and I made a skit about like my little my little character Connor yeah. turning 18 and figuring out how to vote and how to go about that process mm-hmm. and I submitted the skit and yeah. the company was like no 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 we want you to talk about this party and these things oh, that they're geez, doing oh yeah right and I yeah. was like so they no. wanted you to lobby yes <laughs> yeah. yes they wanted me to lobby yeah, yeah. and I was like no I'm yeah. not going to do that like that's not acceptable at all. Like I wouldn't, they're like, well, would you do it for the other party? No, I yeah, wouldn't. No. Yes. I'm not doing that at all in general because yes. that's wrong. I'm not telling people wrote. how to vote. I'm right. telling people to like, vote. I was a social studies teacher. Like my whole yes. thing when it comes to, so is like, I want to give you all of the information for you to make your own decision. Yeah. 
who am I? Like, I'm not going to make that exactly. choice for you. That's yeah. wrong. Yeah. That's just inherently wrong. Completely. And so I just completely backed out. Yeah. But other people didn't. I know. And that's, you know, that's their choice and that's fine. Yeah. But there's so many people that then that posted that kind of content mm-hmm. where the audience just saw that and was like, oh, that's how they felt. No, that content creator posted that whether they believe it, whether they don't. Yeah. They just wanted to check. And I'm fortunate that yeah. I was in a place where I didn't need yeah, their I, checks. Yes. And so I just made a video and I was like, hey, um, this company wanted me to do X, Y, Z. And I'm not naming the company. Yeah. And I'm just letting you know, I still think it's important to vote, but I didn't take the check, so I'm not posting the video. But still, please go vote, because that's just your civic duty, and it's just important to do that. Yes. Yeah. And I Totally. So, like, I know from experience that there are companies asking content creators, do X, Y, and Z. And it's it's very easy for someone not in the industry to be like, okay, well, then just don't do that content. But not everyone's in Has that luxury. Yeah. What if you're just starting out? Right. And A, you don't have the autonomy yet or the bravery to go back at the brand and say, no, I want to do it this way. Right. um, Because, yeah. The idea of getting blacklisted is terrifying. And, like, when you're just starting out, you don't know what companies have that kind of power. Yeah. But then there's also financial availability of, like, do I have the funds that I need to make rent this week or I can turn down this brand deal? Maybe I've been waiting for this kind of money so that I can actually get ahead on my bills and figure out my debt and things like that. I know. And it's something that I feel like people, especially towards content creators in the beauty industry, Mm -hmm. kind of forget that they're also people that have things going on in their lives, that have bills to pay, that are, you know, just regular human beings. Totally. And I think there's a big, and even like we're saying, when you're a content creator starting out, yeah, you might, you're torn because I'm at the point, and I've kind of always been this way with every brand deal I do, is they'll want to do it. I'll, even if I get the contract, I tell them, listen, I'm not signing the contract until I get this makeup at my house and I use it and I touch it because if I don't like it, I'm not doing this. Like, and uh, if that makes them walk in a different direction, it is what it is. I right. don't, and maybe because it's makeup, I don't, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, yes. I feel like I'm selling like, just, I, I don't, it, it's it's not necessary. It's you not, know what I mean? It, like, like, it's not insulin. It's like, not, that is a, that is important. Insulin. Like, yes. people need yes. insulin, okay? Exactly. Like, that is a necessity. You don't need yes. your 13th blush. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why I feel I'm just like, it's. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Okay, fine. I'm like, fine. If you want to walk, have a good one. But if you're starting right. out with this where you are like, oh my God, you're getting that payday or whatever the case may be, you might not want to maybe draw that line in the sand and you may need that money. But this is the thing about the beauty industry. And I'm very happy that I was also, and this is my advice to anybody in any industry you're in, not social media, not content creating. I don't care if you're a, in any other industry. Learn about your industry before you enter it. Mm-hmm. Talk to someone who's in it figure because me being such a consumer of the beauty industry before I got into it. If you're a small creator who's tempted to go, okay, you know what, whatever they want me to not put ad or sponsored in this, but I only have 20,000 followers. Who's going to, who's going to care? Girl, (laughs) if you blow up down the line, this is the beauty industry Mm -hmm. cut to two years later, you have 2 million followers. You better believe there's going to be people going all the way back Mm -hmm. and you're going to be on the next drama channel going two years ago. So-and-so didn't disclose an ad because that's how, so always that's the thing. Don't be tempted by those moments because you could pass on that opportunity and I'm a believer in this, but you pass on that opportunity because it doesn't feel right. 
another one is going to come. Exactly. That's how I just met Trixie and Katia. We did the live taping. My fiance says, because she followed me 20 minutes before my wedding, by the way. Um, I'm <laughs> about to walk down the aisle and I Trixie Mattel follows me and DMs me. So, oh my yeah. gosh. Um, and I, so sh- I knew she knew of me, et cetera. We've, we've talked briefly, but at the taping, my, it's over. My fiance goes, oh, go up and say hi to them. I'm not of that school of thought. I'm like, these girls just recorded for three hours. They're tired. I, Trixie had another gig at 2 a.m. It'll happen when it happens. Leave the theater, walk a block this way, realize we were going the wrong direction. About 10 minutes chatting, put it in the GPS, realize we have to walk back in front of the theater. As I'm walking back in front of the theater, they're coming this way and we bump into each other directly in front and have a whole. So that's what I'm saying. Don't like, and I know it sounds woo woo, but I'm telling you, don't compromise any little thing in the now because it's, it'll start to teach you how to make those better decisions and bring better opportunities your way down the line. So it matters. It really does. And it, when you get caught doing something like that, like yeah. not disclosing an ad, not doing what you're supposed to be doing when it comes to brand deals, it not only affects you, yeah, but if it affects other beauty content creators. Yes. Like I remember we had a discussion, mm-hmm. not, like not to, yep. we're not throwing anybody under the yeah, bus, yeah. but yes. you know, when someone does something like that, it creates this level of distrust. Ripple that's effect. Like, well, if I can't trust this beauty industry or this beauty content creator, yeah. can I trust you that all one lie. or can I trust that yeah. one? Like you all can't be trusted yep. and you all – and it's very – it can be very scary. Yeah. And I feel like like it's so unfortunate. It's just kind of this never-ending cycle of people not trusting each other because then you never know who's going to get canceled down the line. I and know. If they get canceled and will I go down or will people associate me? And whether it's the audience or not, will it be other beauty industry or not sad yes. me because yes. I'm associating with this person yes. who is ruining it for all of us. And yeah. that's other people's bills. And other yes. like it's such an aggressive cycle yes. of – it's not just about popularity. It's not just about who's getting the most followers or who the mm-hmm. mo- who's the most liked. When you start messing with those kinds of things, it messes yeah. with other people's way of life I and know. finances. I know. And that is such a serious thing. Like yeah. doing a brand deal right now for however much is not worth losing out on all the brand deals exactly. years down the road. Exactly. Because everyone's decided, oh, your audience doesn't trust you anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not worth paying you now because yeah. you're not going to help us. Yeah. And I feel like, especially younger kids, mm-hmm. like we are, it, it really makes me uncomfortable that people consider us like the older Tell me about generation it. of Tell me social about media. It. Like, I know. I'm only 27. I know. <laughs> I'll never forget the day I heard someone say that slaps. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is and that was the, what? I was like, well. Well, we're old. Yep. I was like, yeah, the first slang I didn't realize. And I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. Like when we walked into Beauty Fest and I was like, everyone here is like, could have been my student. I know. Like, but let me that- tell you, I love being 30. Yes. It's great. Yes. Because you, you shed all that pretense. Yes. It's phenomenal. Yes. And there's so much, even just at, at 27. Yeah. Like, and people think there's not a difference. There's a difference. Like 24 to 27, such a difference. I say every year in your 20s is the equivalent growth after of like five years worth yes. of growth. Yes. Because it, you, you're 20. That's why with the day I turned 30, everyone was like, oh, you know, you're supposed to be sc-. I was like. No. My 20s. I'm like, I, they were exhausting. So I'm like, exhausting. bring this era on. Like stability, financial yes. stability, uh, no drama, like setting boundaries. I'm yes. like, what? Like yeah. really coming into who you are as a person, yes. not caring. Like there's so many younger 
content creators, especially mm-hmm. in the beauty industry, that yeah. would not put a giant towel on their head and record those. These are NARS names. If yes. they like yep. so many just wouldn't yeah. because there's that level up. There's already so much scrutiny in the beauty industry, yeah. especially when you're younger and you're still in that mentality of popular kids versus not popular kids, yeah. like kind of thing. Yes. And once you like there's, it's not a certain age. It's it's more of like, like it's not a, oh, you hit 28 and you're now there. Like, yes. It's more of as you get older yeah. and you kind of grow into this, ah, they can think I'm weird. That's totally. okay. You have to not care, care what people think of you. Right, yeah. right. And I know a lot of it comes from like, I'm already married. Who am I trying to impress? Like, totally. I don't, yes. I locked somebody down. Yes, like, yes, yes. I'm good. Yeah. I don't have to look cool anymore. Mm-hmm. Or like, I have enough friends. I don't, I don't care if other people think I'm weird because yeah. there's a big group of oddballs that for some reason accept me yeah. for who I am. Yeah. So, and it's, it's sad that it takes beauty industry kids and it's weird calling them kids because they're not that much younger than me, but like, but it's a big difference. Yes. It takes them so much longer to find, figure that out. And I feel like the general public really just doesn't understand the level of insecurity and stress in like the beauty industry is so intimidating, but there's still so many beauty industry kids that are intimidated. Yes. That don't know if I go up to someone and say hi, will they actually say hi back? Or yes. will they just side-eye me? And that's devastating. Yep. Like, again, they're not that much younger than me, but as a former teacher, anyone that, like, falls into the teeny bopper category, I'm mm-hmm. like, honey, let me help you. I know. Please, like, like I know. all the kids at Beauty Fest, I want to just be like, like, I could see when someone really wanted to go say hi to someone else. Yeah. Just people watching. You can see when someone's like. Yes, oh, has that eagerness. I want to, I, I want so badly yeah. to just go up to them and be like, honey, let's go say hi together. Mm-hmm. I'll go with you. Yes. I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah. Or when we saw Manny. Yes. And like, you could tell so many people were so afraid to go up to him. And I, I was know. like. Hi, I, I'm not a beauty influencer. My name's Rebecca. I don't know makeup, but you look awesome. I will never forget you in the car with me. And because we were with Patty too, yes, Patty Alonzo on YouTube. so sweet. The two of us, and she's like me. And the two, three of us are in the car and we, me and Patty are like, oh God, like, you know, we're uncomfortable or we're nervous or we're afraid to go say hi to someone. And she, she's like in one of this, and she's like, I'll say hi to anybody. She's like, I'm, I'm not afraid of anybody. Who do you want to talk to? Yeah. And that's yang and yang. And I was like- yeah, yes, she's I was like, like yeah. if you find someone that you want to talk to and you're nervous, you I let love me it know. Though. I will happily walk right yeah. up to them. I don't care. Yeah. I can be that weirdo that doesn't belong in the building. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. I'm used to yeah. it. It's yeah. okay. My husband's that way. I, I that, the, the yin I'm and yang. So I know. He's not I know. here. I'm yeah. so excited. I've gotten more of that way, though, the longer I've done this, definitely. Yes. Like, because that's the thing. I just, I've realized with people, you got to take everything with a grain of salt because yes. I can't tell you how many big, 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 big people in the beauty industry. Yeah. We, you know, reply to everything you tag them in or, or DM you or you talk, whatever. The minute you kind of maybe ask them for advice or you say like, oh, hey, let's get together. Let's do whatever. You're left unread. That's, oh, I hate that. Yeah. Cause and they don't want to. Yeah. It's already such a problem in general in content creation. Yeah. It would hurt my feelings to like see it in action in I know. the beauty industry because I, I know it's so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just can't fathom, I just can't fathom the desire to just genuinely want to be gatekeepy. Yeah. Because, like, again, I, I think there's two different issues. There's people who are so afraid and intimidated yeah. to really get out there and say hello because they don't want to look like, they don't want to look like a fangirl or they don't yeah. want to look like a clout chaser or. Yeah. 
And then there's people that just like genuinely don't care and yes. don't want to help. And yeah. Like I, there's so many people who I'm so excited to introduce you to this week who Can't like, wait. I would not have been able to become yeah. a content creator full time yeah. without these individuals who like showed me what a YouTube short was yeah. or taught me how to edit in the TikTok app. Yes. Like I just, I don't understand the genuine want for other people to do worse. Cause like people don't just yeah. follow one people, yeah. one person, one people. <laughs> people follow well god she used to be a teacher yeah. what yeah it was social studies it wasn't english yeah yeah it's not yeah. it's fine oh my god it's um, great sometimes i yeah. say things and i can just hear kara wow that sounded yeah. just like her <laughs> wow but people don't follow just one yeah. person you know yeah like you can follow like our content is similar in regards to the skits. Exactly. People could follow both of us. Like that's And okay. that's like because we're both funny. That's yeah. a very broad that's like saying I can't follow two people that make me feel happy. Like <laughs> so you're not going to follow yeah, your videos and a dog channel because you're both right. feeling the same emotion. Right. I've really I, I've put a lot of thought into which exactly it, that it's difficult to figure out someone's motivation for this and this is and I think this speaks a lot to the ridiculousness of beauty in general or maybe the lack of uh originality, like unlike maybe teaching and you're bringing your own experience every single day to your content, your own thoughts, your own. And so you, Rebecca, are secure in the value you are bringing to your audience. And I think when someone is insecure about the value they're offering, because drumroll, a lot of the content in beauty industries, <clears throat> exactly the same, that, that insecurity causes you to either put other people down or have that, if I give to them, it's going to take away from me mentality yeah. because it's a lot of the same things. Yeah. And that's why I started doing the beauty content because no one was doing it. And that's something I knew no one else was doing. And I had the value in that beauty comedy crossover. But the people that are just doing beauty content – and it's not that it's the same. You are bringing something unique to it. But if you're too insecure to understand that or realize what you yourself, your own experience or your own voice has to say, you're going to be insecure. So yeah. I've always found the beauty people that are not that way, I give them a lot of credit who do reach out to me. And we, I do have a relationship with them because I'm like, wow, good for you. It, exactly. you. You know what you bring to the table. So being friends with anybody, giving them an opportunity or collaborating or whatever the case is, you know that's going to take nothing away from you. Exactly. Good for you. Yeah. Like just yesterday, I was like, hey, A-B testing. This is what it is. This is exactly what you need to do. Yeah. This is how – like we have sat on the phone yes. and we've compared like podcast studio stories yes. and like things to try and things to not. And it's just – and that's the thing about you. I'm not intimidated to say, what the hell is A-B testing? Yeah, and then you, exactly. we, you have helped me more than anybody in the beauty industry. Totally. Aww. People outside of the beauty industry have helped me the most. Yes. Completely. I, I feel that. Yeah. Te teacher TikTok is similar. Yeah. And I say that knowing that like Faith Bench taught me yeah. everything. Like, yeah. She was in teacher TikTok world. But like outside of that, I have gotten more support and more genuine friendships than people yeah. outside of my niche. Because yeah. it's just – so weird to see people like just want to not have that competition. Totally. And it's been very interesting seeing people in the teacher TikTok world that will take the help because yes. I've always wanted to be able to give back to someone else the way that Faith gave to me. Yeah. And I still like me and Faith still like to this day, like this week yeah. we're like, hey, here's how we're going to tag team VidCon and like yeah, get the best yeah. out of it. And it's been very interesting watching even like TikTok teachers in the world um, 
be very interested in hearing the help, but the yeah. moment you ask for something in return, it's like, mm. oh yeah, I'll get back to you. Wow. And it's just it's it's just it's just such a it's such a shame, you know. It really is. And so like I want to know with yeah. how far you've come in the beauty industry, not just in like the actual yeah. makeup artist world, yeah. but also on social media. Yeah. What is something that you've learned along the way that sticks out to you that you think would be beneficial to our listeners? Yeah, you know, um the biggest takeaways from doing this and you can you can relate to this doing what we do it's a little bit entrepreneurial you are your own brand you know yeah. you're your own boss um the biggest takeaways i've taken is yeah figure out the why because if yeah. you don't have the why you are going to be miserable yes yeah if you hate your why whether that's a you're a librarian you work a 9 to 5 you're an accountant whatever and you do want to go into something different, whether it's just another something or, or a dream or whatever the case is, in today's world, do something that there is a market for. Yes. Figure out where there is a hole in the market and then introduce what you can bring to the table. Because I see a lot of people doing the same and you could we talked about this about uh education just like kind of step and repeat pumping bachelor's degrees out and it's just because that's the thing to do without a why and i just see a lot of people doing the same thing everybody else is doing going why 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 isn't it happening for me well yes what's the you know what if i'm gonna start a makeup line and i make a blush and it doesn't sell there's nine million other blushes exactly. what you're surprised yeah figure out where that hole is no matter what it is no matter what your industry is and figure out where there's a hole in the market and how can I yes. deliver value in yes. that way. And yeah. if, I feel like if you are just driven, yeah. hell-bent on doing yeah. something that is more of a saturated market, you need something that will make you unique. Yes. How are you going to stand out? There's 9 yes. million blushes. Why is your blush better than everyone else's? Totally. And whether it's working a nine to five, whether it's starting your own business, whether it's doing content yeah. creation, there's so many people that are like, well, I want to do X, Y, Z. And so I'm going to do exactly what these other people yes. are doing. And I'm like, no, no that no. is not the way to go about it. Again, yeah. whether it's nine to five, new business content creation, yeah. you need something like all these beauty industry yeah. that are doing, reviewing the same exact Dang. lip gloss, the same yeah. exact lip gloss. And it's lip gloss. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. But, like, go it's, buy right, it's shiny. Lip gloss it's shiny. From, yeah. And after I eat, I need to reapply. Yeah. Like, what is it about you yeah. that people want to watch you over somebody else? Exactly. Like you, like people fall in love with your personality. Yeah. You're funny. You offer that education and you're not afraid to be a little bit silly yes. and do something that makes people laugh. Yeah. Okay. What is someone else doing? Like that doesn't mean that other beauty influencers can't make skits. Their skits are still going to be different than of yours. Of course. Of course. But like it's how... It's not just about, oh, well, it's a skit. Well, no, it's about your personality. It's about yeah. how you're willing to be silly and make fun of yourself. It's about yeah. the jokes and the punchlines. Like, yes. these are all unique to you as a person, your sense of humor. Yes. How is your personality standing out in this sea of lip gloss? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And no, no one, it, that goes back to the insecurity or the security issue is Meryl Streep never was intimidated to help another actor or actress out because she's Meryl Streep. Right. She exactly. knew she was Meryl Streep. Exactly. She doesn't need, she, she is not intimidated. Intimidated. She's not e egotistical, but she is yeah. confident in her ability. And the other thing that speaks to what you're saying, the biggest lesson I've learned too in life, no matter what you're doing, you have to surrender 
your expectations. Mm-hmm. You can't because the best quote I've ever heard in my life are expectations are premeditated resentments. Yeah. When you and for me, when I when I blew up because of comedy, and then I also did beauty, and you know, comedy always did better for the past couple months. I, I was kind of like shelving comedy because I was like, no, beauty, beauty, I want it. And then I was like, what am I doing? Like I, I'm I'm enslaving myself to the premeditated idea of who I thought I was gonna be when this flame and yawn is on a platter and everyone's going, but we love this. And I'm going, no, I'd rather eat these ramen noodles because that's what I thought I wanted to eat two years ago. Surrender your expectations and allow your value, your passion, your why, and your skill to manifest or or materialize opportunities and embrace them. Don't fight it and try to make a square peg fit in a round hole. I'm going to be so vulnerable right now. And I'm going to give you a great example of that. This episode. Yeah. Because for me, like, again, I haven't even, while we're recording this, I haven't even officially launched yet. I'm still like recording a bunch of batches. And I had it in my head, like this whole thing is, this whole podcast is going to be silly stories about people at work, blah, blah, blah. We haven't told a single one. Oh, yeah. And like, I literally, no, that's okay. (laughs) That's fine. Yes. Like, I literally went through this with like all of these stories on my phone. Yeah. That I was like, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? No, this is so much better. Yeah. This is fun. And this is real. I appreciate that. And like, I'm going to not worry about it because like, that's really what people want to know about these industries, like the real solid truth. And you know what? There's room to make skits later and there's room to put things in the comment section. But this real conversation about what's going on, what is real is so raw. And rare. Exactly. Yes. We don't. We, I, just because I expected to put four stories in this, that doesn't yeah. mean that there has to be. And that's yeah. okay. And going back to something we said during your podcast episode yeah. months ago when yeah. you were on yours is what my dad said. Our, my favorite quote. You know how many people comment? I oh, my, my sister says it to me all the time now. I love yeah. it. There's reasons and there's results. Totally. And you know what? You might have a reason of, well, these people got big with that kind of content and these people might do all these lip glosses thing. And these people, like there's yes. so many reasons why your lip gloss video might be better yeah. or your nine to five might not be your favorite play. It doesn't matter. Exactly. There's reasons and there's results. Yes. Yes. And you just have to do everything understanding that you could have a million reasons in the world and none of them will matter Yep. if it doesn't if it doesn't live up to those results and doesn't steer you towards exactly. a result exactly. if it's just, if you're commiserating about the exactly. reasons like here's you know. my reasons that I didn't disclose my ad it does not matter now exactly these are the results yeah well my lip gloss video came out first it doesn't matter if it didn't do yeah. the best yeah now they're like it it there's reasons and there's results. Exactly. Well, there's always so much drama in beauty industry. I don't want to reach out and make friends. Well, the result is now here is where we are in the beauty industry. Exactly. And it's very side eye, whether it's intimidation or intimidated. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Those are just reasons. Yeah. That's the result. And that yes. is where the beauty industry is at right now. Completely. And change trying to change the result. Is it takes conversations yes. like this Absolutely. because people need to be aware of it because it's just so it's weird. It's a lot of behind the scenes thing. And it's a very gate gate kept industry, no matter what yeah. in content creation in general. So yeah, but absolutely. Well, is there any last minute things that you want to leave our listeners with in regards to things that if they didn't yeah. hear anything at all from this whole episode, what's one thing that you want them to know? 
I said it already, but expectations are premeditated resentments. Surrender the expectations and just, I don't know. I think the older I get, the more in the moment I'm, allo- I'm allowing myself to be because I just realize like anything you're thinking about tomorrow or the day before does not matter. And you can plan for it, but, and you can, you know, put things in place to be secure, take care of yourself. But the worry in the moment or the stress or the whatever the case is, is doing nothing to solve the problem, the reason and the result. So just, I don't know, I think we need to go into more experiences in our life with a little bit more, um, of an open mind. 100%. Yes. And, and especially on social media too, I would also say, start showing more love to people who are making longer content that has a little bit more of a story and a background and a purpose. Because, you know, if all we're doing is consuming 30 second videos nonstop, imagine if TV shows were that the quality would certainly deteriorate. Yes. Netflix so, now has gone to like eight episode seasons. And I'm like, what is this? I, know. I hate it. And we're either making something that should have been, you know, 22 episodes horrible into six Mm -hmm. or making something that should have been an hour and a half movie into eight episodes. And you're like, totally. Yes. So season three needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So engage (laughs) with the kind of content you want to see more of in a way like, and, and I get, we all want the silly content that makes us laugh, but try to balance your time a little bit between the silly stuff and the stuff that maybe has a little bit more. Yeah. Because it real, I can't tell you how much the, social media is affecting the way industries are literally operating. Like I said, beauty brands are making makeup based on what influencers want. It's there. They don't care about the consumers anymore. So that's the power. That is your viewing power. So, you know, really take it to heart. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out. Oh my God, of course. This was amazing. This was so, I literally looked at my watch and I was like, oh my God, it's already been like an hour. I know. (laughs) I know. We could talk forever. We really could. We'll have to do this again sometime. Anytime you want. I love it. Oh, and thank you guys for hanging out with us. Yes. We had so much. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Yes. And I hope to see you guys next week. Bye, my lovelies. (laughs) 